Hello, this is Nick Helm, and I'm a big fan of the Promoter Mouths podcast with Pablo and Kai. Is that right? Cool. And it's the big five zero, Pablo. How are you doing, Kai? Great, thanks. Welcome to episode number five zero, blind fifty of the Promoter Mouths podcast. That's me intro. That's uh, that's nearly your age. It is in January. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, half a century. It feels like we should be celebrating it, but. I think we've got to wait week 52. We do. We've or, got another couple of weeks yet. Is it 53? Is 53 our year anniversary? Why would it be a 53? Because 50, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. And then we won't have done our anniversary till the one after 52. So it'll be 53. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it works out like that, does it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Oh. All right, then. I'll celebrate it on our birthday then, not the week before. You can celebrate the half century. I think 52, as in 52... It's a bit premature. ...weeks in a year. All right. I will verify that. We don't know what we're doing, do we? No. What a great opening to a podcast. You know when when two old blokes argue over dates? Well, the opening to the last one you cut out, I spent about five minutes explaining how my ball bag got too precariously close to the... Uh, Toilet. Yeah, there was a in, reason in, I cut that out as well. Did you, didn't you put it in the Patreon episode? Uh, no, I couldn't find it. Oh, oh, it was, okay. It yeah. was about. All right. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, well, it was just all lumped in, wasn't it? Don't know. Uh, I, how did that not make the cut, Pablo? Yeah, I don't know. You're going to cut this one out as well, aren't you? Well. It's not a great way to start a pod. It's, it's, never, <laughs> it's never, it's not, it's not, you know, you know that thing where I say, oh, after about three minutes, people are switching off on the old uh, analytics. So, Find out whether or not it, I actually touched the water at the end of this podcast. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> now they'll listen. <laughs> um, yeah. Stay tuned, folks. God. The great ball bag debate. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders... They have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. We're going to have a week roundup. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Parking like a twat in London and Chad Gray. Seagull news. Opinion halls. Hellfire and damnation. Contrition. How's your week been, Pablo? Yeah, that sounded really natural, didn't it? How, how's your week been, Pablo? All right. You've put... <laughs> you've put stepson's 18th. I did, yeah. And I've put daughter's 18th. I think there's a day between them, you know. Yeah, yeah. must be. 18. Yeah. It's yeah. a big old age, isn't it? Yeah. What did he yeah. get up to? Um, and we went to Grey's and Beckles. Grey's and Beckles. Grays and Beckles. It's one of these places they do burgers. 
you can increase your culinary experience by having a wacky name burger. The one I had was called um, a Widowmaker. Massive. About 15 inches tall. Massive. Makes it more better. Well, you can rate your burger. So it had uh, three beef pâtés on it. That sort of gooey pork. Pulled pork. Shredded pork. Pulled pork. Gooey pork. Massive, thick onion rings on it. About 15 inches tall. So it's really high. Plenty of girth. Massive. I managed to smash all of it. But it struck me that, right? Burgers, right? Even if you give them a wacky name. When you have loads of stuff on. They're only ever going to be so good. They're only ever going to be so good. They're only going to ever be a 7 out of 10. A 7. It's not bad. Probably a 9 on my scale of burger scale. On the scale of burgers? Well, on the scale of food. Even if they call it the Widowmaker, some Mexican sex wave, or the bastard cowboy or the um yeah so it's got a wacky name it's one of these places they do burgers and like sex the weird mexicans bastard cowboy he's just a bit of meat it's a meat sandwich sandwich um he bought himself some alcohol, some scratch cards. Oh, all the luxuries. Because he wanted to gamble legally. Yes. Yeah. Did he go out with his uh, with his ID ready, primed? That's the proudest yeah, it, moment, it, it must be. Yeah, he hasn't been out. Uh, but um, I think he's going to go to that... Um, what's, what's that thing on Prince of Wales Road where, where all the ladies do the table dancing? Oh, yeah, sugar and spice. Yeah, I think he's after going there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's really going for he's it. He's gonna go for it. He's gonna he's, go, he's gonna let it rain. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter turned eighteen and went out with her friends for a, a bottomless brunch in Norwich. She was quite sensible actually. Yeah. As far as I can see. Her friend then they went to Weatherspoons. Yeah. And her friend um was chucked out for puking on the stairs. Right, standard. <laughs> I mean, she's, that sounds uh, more like it. To be fair, but she said that she um, put her their ta- they put their table number on Snapchat, and people were sending them fried eggs and all sorts. Oh yeah, <laughs> mad, isn't it? Yeah, just yeah, drinks yeah. coming. I bet there was a here's, load. A, here's a bowl of peas. <laughs> Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They must hate it. They're going to stop yeah. doing that soon, aren't they? No, I don't think so. It's it's. The, it, well, yeah. I suppose they're making loads of sales, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, who else buys fucking bowls of peas? From <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Cheap, I always do that. Cheapest I always buy somebody. Minute. You get somebody go, like being really wacky. I'm not table twenty four at the uh, Queen of Icini. All right, have a cold bowl of peas, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them the shittest things on yeah, the menu. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yes, eighteen. She's um she's there. We made yeah. it as parents. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember your 18th? 
My 18th, yes. I went to the Fleece and Firkin in Bristol with my mate Steve, Steve oh, Emery. Old Firkin pubs, I remember them. Yeah, um, the Fleece and Firkin and, and saw a band, which I'd seen a few times, called Kingmaker. Oh, I think I've heard of that band. Yeah, Eat Yourself Whole was their um, their album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we used to watch them all the time. They they made it reasonably big. They got onto, like, the Saturday Superstore, or whatever it was called then. You know, yeah, this, yeah. Anyway, good band. We, yeah. saw, we saw them loads of times. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where they are now. But the Fleece was great. It's proper yeah, yeah. spit and sawdust uh, yeah, yeah. band venue. Really, yeah, really yeah. good. Oh, the old Firkin pubs are good. I used to go to one in uh, South London. I think it's still there in Bristol, uh, just off of by, by Bristol Bridge. But what they did, they built loads of flats all around. Mm. And then the people in the flats complained about the noise. And there was a massive petition about you can't, yeah, you moved in next to the pub, yeah, you yeah. know, next to the biggest band venue in, in Bristol. And you can't complain, can you? No. I think it's up to the people developing it to make sure they're yeah. better soundproof, isn't it? You're in property. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, you shouldn't get planning for that kind of thing. You've put my crypto portfolio, Pablo. Have you got some crypto? Yeah, I've got a... What have you got? I've got a crypto portfolio. Ooh. Yeah. What crypto do you have? Um, Got Bitcoin and um, uh, Ether Ether something or other. Ethereum. That might be it. Yeah. That sounds like one. That was a good one. Yeah, I bought some of that. Wow. I bought two, just so I could say I've got a portfolio. Okay. Uh, my stepson showed me how to do it. So I bought basically 16 quid's worth of crypto. You bought £16 worth of Bitcoin? Uh, or £8 worth of Bitcoin? £8 worth of Bitcoin <laughs> and £8 <laughs> worth of the other one, the Ether something. The Ethereum, yeah. But like now I can say I've got a crypto portfolio. Nice. It's worth it for that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's now worth £14. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it is, and you spent about another eleven pound on commissions to actually. No, that's, that's that's with the minus the commission. Have you got it in a wallet, or do you have it on a an exchange? It's on. An, I don't know. It's I downloaded an app and bought it with the Google Play. Yeah, you need a, Google Pay. You should get a wallet because sometimes they collapse and you lose everything. You lose your sixteen pounds. <laughs> oh my god! What am I gonna do? Yeah. It's only something else to look at on your phone every now and then. It's good, it's a, yeah, it's a bit yeah. of fun, that's all. I've put, this is my week, updating the artwork on all the past episodes. Mate, hey, I don't know I don't know how you've got the stamina, the mental stamina to keep doing it. No, they only, well, they take about half an hour. Yeah. Just do one when I'm sat there doing other stuff. I'll go click, click, and then, yeah. But they're very good. Seems to be getting people downloading the... Uh, whole of the God, I'll use the word again the portfolio of episodes the, people seem to be going through and downloading the whole lot there is yeah there's a few instances of that yeah it does the, does the numbers really good yeah 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 so if you're listening and you want to listen to a couple why not download the whole lot oh you should compare what we're doing now to what we did back in the day when we first started out about just under a year ago yeah Feels like only yesterday. We've decided, haven't we, um, that we're going to do a podcast. You were, you were just about to read out the uh, draft format. I was. I was just about to read the draft. Look, before we do that, though, who are you? 
Oh, hello, <laughs> uh, Paul. Yes, and I'm Kai. Actually, I was I was thinking about that. If yeah. this really takes off, I don't really want to be known as a, my, my proper name. Because if, if we get involved in Shall some kind of... Pablo? That's perfect. OK, Pablo. I'm here with Pablo. It sounds a bit wanky, doesn't it? Hey, you want to remain anonymous just in case it's shit. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just um, don't want to get sacked from my day job for anything to do with Right, this is a new thing, right? It's, it's going to be a podcast. Let's read this, right, the concept. This is, this is Paul's concept, a draft format. Go on, Paul. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Very nicely read. Now now you've read it out loud. How do you feel that went? <laughs> so I I mean it's yeah, I mean I mean it's a starting point and that's what you need to get going. <laughs> Everything uh, yes, the greatest journeys start with one small step. Listen to them now bef- before Kai remasters them with loads of jingles and make them all sound like the Kenny Everett show. I think, right, I think that as we get older, at some point we might start losing our faculties. Yeah, yeah, entirely possible. And this would be a wonderful thing to remind us of who we are. Do you know what I've noticed? Right, When something happens with my phone now that's a little bit difficult to sort, sort out, I just can't be fucked. I I, I, <laughs> I used to be like, oh, that's easy, yeah. give it here, and I'll sort it out, right? Right, um, I put an update to my phone, and um, it chucked everything out. They started, like, giving me not- notifications all over the place, and it might go off now, I've got to be careful, right? So it started bouncing notifications all over the place, <laughs> and I'm fucked if I can be asked to work out how to stop oh. it all. Because they keep changing it. What you look at one week, Changes, yeah. so you have to then rethink it. Go, all oh, right, to change it a bit. I could, don't go there for that. It's not called that. You have to go there, and everything that you deal with is, is they keep improving it. But the, 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 yeah. I need to stop it beeping. That's the trouble. I mean, it, it beeps. It wants your attention, and I already give it far more attention than what it needs to. Have. Well, it's normally beeping to say you've got a message. It might be beeping because I wonder if it's... a particular app hasn't been used for long enough. Oh, is it that? Yeah, all sorts, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Switch that off, mate. It's in notifications. Settings, general, notifications, mm. off. Yeah, no, I need to, <laughs> yeah. Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Put praise be outside. Yeah, just uh, big up to the outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I was thinking about you actually. I hope there's no prisoners no, listening no, to this. No, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll agree with me. Outside's fucking fantastic. It struck me right. You know, outside, it's it looks better than HD. It sounds better than Dolby surround sound. Like perfect clarity. Right, and it smells real, yeah. you know. Mm. It's better than sitting at the fucking computer. Oh, okay. So I thought I'd share that with you, guy. Um, yeah, 
I can't get any work done though if I go <laughs> if I do but that. Get outside though. <laughs> we in the last episode he was going, Oh I, I said oh I went to Greg's he's going, Oh I've just not been outside. He, well he, it's he, overrated if you ask me. It's not honestly, it's underrated if you ask me. Like, well, like I say, honestly, people go people look at a screen and go, Oh, it's fantastic. It looks so realistic. Well wait till you get fucking outside. That's realistic. Have a look. <laughs> The sunshine and the yeah and, and the beautiful autumn colours on the trees. And what do I achieve by doing that? Do, does the artwork for the podcast get done? You need to live in the moment. <laughs> live in the moment and then enjoy the simple I'm things just, in life. I'm just surprised I made it to fifty. I think why why chance it by going outside? Well, you haven't made it to fifty. Well, yet. exactly. You've got till January. Yet. Well, that's and it's, December's a harsh month for deaths. There's been about four this week. <laughs> and it's not even December. It's you know not- what I mean? There has. There's been two last night, wasn't there? Sorry. There was um there was rest in peace to Shane McGowan of yeah. the Pogues. He's living proof. Well actually he's not living proof anymore. But he was I mean like just a day or so ago. He he was living proof that um you you could be an absolute lyrical and creative genius whilst being right on it. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean I'm not saying we should celebrate that part, but um uh, you know what? You know what? An absolute, um, brilliant lyricist, songwriter. Yeah, that's fantastic. And certainly, Fairy Tale in New York is going to be a bit more poignant this year, isn't it? Oh God, yeah. But it, there's so much more to that. The, the Rum Sodden Me is it Rum Sodden Me and the Lash? It's a great album. There's not a bad track on there. Okay, it's fantastic. I recommend you listen to it. All right. Have I told you my um, Pogues anecdote? No. See uh, the Pogues in the 90s on New Year's Eve. Can't remember which New Year's Eve. Uh, me and my brother went to see it and, you know, we were thinking, oh, we've got to see the Pogues. Great, we've got to see him before he died. Because back then, his, his lifestyle was such, we were thinking, hey, it's not going to last much longer. Yeah, this was yeah. in the 90s, that was like 25 years ago. But the, the long-lasting memory of that gig was going to the bar at the back of the Brixton Academy and there was all these sort of dishevelled people sat around being barflies at the bar. And I got talking to one of the guys. Turns out that they were all mates of Shane McGowan from when he was homeless. And these people were still homeless. So every time he puts on a gig in London, he gives them all a free bar. Wow. So all the homeless people sat around just like, they weren't interested in the uh, tunes. They were just getting it down. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, what, what a sound thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's obviously, a, oh, he's been a drinker for years, but all his old mates from when he was living on the streets. Yeah. I think he was a rent boy at one point in his life as well in, you know. in Soho. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he had a grim um, life in many respects, but... Yeah, such sort of, you know, beauty and grittiness in the uh, in, in his artwork. Do you think he's managed to survive just off of the Christmas single alone? Oh, God, that would have had... Alone, yeah, I mean... It, yeah, I mean... He he's must pretty, have done. He's pretty money for that. But he, he'd been doing all right with the other stuff, you know. I don't think he expected... I, I think I saw an interview and he, he said he, he thought it might be popular in America. And See, that, that was all. Yeah, and it, yeah, it went absolutely stellar, didn't it? That's the panacea, and it getting a getting 
getting a good Christmas hit that you've written. I mean, he's 17, you know, that, that um, staying over there. Yeah. All they did was put some bells on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it became a Christmas And every classic. year it comes out. I mean, they must be earning money off that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is the absolute dream, isn't it? Just to, that's why they all have a go. That's, that's what that's Everyone why should release an, a Christmas song. We should do one. Hey. 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 Yeah, we should do that. The promoter mouth Christmas yeah, yeah. Garbage. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. There's going to be a 2024 Promoter Mouths It'll Christmas single. It'll have to be 2024. Single. We're not going to get around to doing it this year, but we should do it, man. Well, we won't get it out before Christmas, will we? It's not out of the question, is it? Not for 2024. We should do or, it. Or for this year. Yeah, we, <laughs> we might get it out, but we're not writing a Christmas tune. <laughs> You've also put... Nice humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, in life, you invariably have to deal with a, a conveyor belt of bell ends coming rapidly towards you, don't you? Yeah. You know, it just does happen. But every now and then, you see a nice human, and you think, God love you. Today, right, I was in Tunbridge Wells, and there was a young lad. He was, um, I think, he, he probably was quite heavily autistic, and... Um, yeah, he was selling a big issue. Walked past him and I thought, oh, it just seemed nice. His, his nature about him. So I thought, I, I need to get some money out. So I got some money out and I come back and I, I was buying a big issue. And he, he was going to me, uh, 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 have you had a nice day? Like that. And you, you could tell it was like a paint-by-numbers sort of conversation. Yeah, I have, yeah, I've, I've had a nice day. How, how about you? Have you had a nice day? He said, yes, I have had a nice day. And God bless him, it was freezing. I could see his hands shaking in the cold. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I bought a big issue from giving him a little bit extra and he was pleased but pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just thought, what a lovely lad. Yeah, what a challenge that must be, though. Yeah. If he's homeless as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I'm, I'm not even sure you have to be completely homeless to do big issues now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I teach kids with, um, with autism frequently and you do sometimes just hope for the best as you part your ways at the end of the course or whatever. Yeah. You just think, you know, hope somebody's looking out for some of them. Yeah. But invariably, it's not always. You just hope they've got that little genius gene in them, which yeah. helps them just succeed whatever they do. Yeah. Um, well, that, this, this fellow was just nice. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? That, that gets you quite far. Yeah. yeah just does, being yeah. a nice person. Being likeable, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice one. Praise be to them. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promoter mouths. Four pounds a month and uh, you get extra content. There's loads going in there now. There's loads of uh, the graphics and things. And there's also a proper Patreon episode. Has anybody listened to it? I don't know. One of the things in Patreon is a episode that we made that has a Mick Jagger interview. And here's a little snippet of it, just to titillate and entice. Our first guest is the lead singer in a band. He is a music icon with over seven decades at the top of the business. It gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce the one and only... Mick Jagger, how are you doing? Thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. Pleasure to be here. 
And may I say, the listeners can't see this, but you look absolutely fantastic. Thank you. What many listeners don't know is that we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, 2019. It's not that long ago. Okay, 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, we've been friends ever since. I don't know if it's friends. <laughs> but, but we do hang out quite often. We don't see each other that much, well, we, but we do sort of text each know, other and, do. you know, and... Um, so we sort of keep in touch. Oh, it's, so yeah, it's a bit more than that. We we have this sort of communication. Well, it's the same as we always okay. have been. You know. Well, let's so. go. Let's just get on with this. A few weeks ago, uh, I sent. When was it? It must be about. Um, I sent you a link to a podcast. When was that? Three or four weeks then. Yeah, well, as long as that. And it was a podcast called the Promoter Mouths Podcast. And I sent you a link just with a little message saying, what do you think of this? Yeah. So um, d- did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah. Really? And, uh, yeah. How much of it did you listen to? Just like like about most of it. Okay. And, and so go on then. What, what did you think? Uh, niche. What did you think? Wow. That's really a hard question. It's not that, it's not that hard. You know, a lot of it I didn't like, you know, but a bit sporadic. There's a lot of unfinished material and um, that hadn't been done anyway. So, and then I had to work how to make it more exciting as it goes on, you know. All right, then, what did you think of the guys that were presenting it? Paul was so natural mm, and, and relaxed yeah. and very acerbic <laughs> and funny and witty yeah. and intelligent. Okay. And yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so what about the other guy? I mean... What words would you use to describe him? Uptight. Patreon.com slash promoter mouths. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... We've got what might become a new feature, Pablo. There was a post on Facebook from a comedian called Roger Monkhouse. We love Roger. We love Roger, yeah. He comes up and does the gigs. Roger's post on Facebook very often make me laugh. Yeah. I, I remember seeing one. He doesn't one give a he, fuck, does he? doesn't give a fuck. He, 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 I saw one and he said, I liked, when I, I like going to Timpsons, and I particularly like trying to uh, work out what crime the bloke at Timpsons <laughs> was committing. Because Simpsons, they only they, they they've got a scheme. They employ ex criminals just to get them back into society. Oh, back into society. Right, right. So he said, "I like to work out what he did," and then he just added, "Pedophile, probably." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, is, it is always you go to you look at him and going because it's always a bloke about sort of forty five, fifty or something like that. And he's and he's put you know he's putting a bit of plastic on his shoe or doing you a key. Yeah. Yeah, and you're thinking, yeah, what's he done? But it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh also thinking about the moment he just types it and press send. Yeah. No fucks. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, he's got quite a good standing, and he's he's a headliner, uh, and he is fucking brilliant. And so. Definitely worth checking out. This one is entitled The Roger Monkhouse School of Comedy. Top Bears. Set the room up right for comedy and win the plaudits of your peers for your improvisational brilliance. By relentlessly and exhaustively quizzing the front row about their job titles and relationship status. Systematically deprecating their life choices and achievements. 
make your way along the line until you can actually physically feel the energy draining from the room before screaming are you ready for a great night of comedy at them as if it's their fucking fault and then bringing on the first turn that was good, wasn't it? That was excellent. There, there are some... Uh, he was being a bit tongue-in-cheek. Some of the things that he mentioned there, you can't help but doing, but there are some things that, you know, you you can't kill the room. You can't make the night about you. Have a bit of fun. Raise the, uh, raise the temperature in the room so everyone's having a good time. But, like, you know... The, 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 what's your biggest MC uh, crime that you, that you hate? I've got a couple. Well, it's it's very much what he describes there. When when the comp has done too much, they've had them. They yeah. could have got off and got the act on when when they wanted, but they've decided to try some new stuff or try material. Or yeah. the worst in- instance of that is when they do it before the headline is about to come on, because that's at the end of the night. Everyone's fucked, and they just want to see the headline yeah. at the absolute tops. Five minutes. Don't go in there giving it some. Uh, and and you know yeah. really soaking up the bloody room and thinking it's all about you because that's fucking selfish. I've also seen compares be a bit too good and be really hard to follow. And yeah. I think Rufus Hound did that once. Yeah, I saw him a couple of times, and he was he was a brilliant MC. I've booked compares like that just because I like watching them, but now I've become more experienced as a booker, uh, yeah. a promoter. I will say to them. You know, it's not all about you. Wheel back a bit. Read the room a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as I say, Rufus Hound. Rufus Hound, before he got big and did theatre stuff years ago, he was he was tops. You said um, Jared Christmas, good MC. Yeah, yeah. I think he got voted best MC in the country at one point. Yeah. Right. Phil Nickel knows how to get a room going. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he MC'd the first ever gig. I told you this loads of times. The first ever gig that I did as an open spot, he MC'd it. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think we've said this before on a pod, but the ones that make it to headline level are ones that, generally speaking, have had careers before. And if they've made the decision to make comedy a career, they actually treat it like a career. Yeah. And a lot of them t- treat it like a business. So, you know, they're the, they're the ones that sort of shift their head. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave. In brackets, the local bit. You've put... Uh, Victorian evening. Yes. Victorian evening. Is it that time again? It's that time again when we have, in this forward-thinking modern town of ours, Victorian evening, when everyone goes out uh, and celebrates like a Victorian. Celebrates the the uh, festive, the yeah, Christmas and that. Yeah. 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 Uh, in the car park opposite the White Horse. Is that, is um, that where well, it, it starts? Yeah, it's all over, really. They've got little storeholders out in the streets and the oh, shops yeah, are open. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people go up and down, the lights are on, and the carol singers are out caroling. When is it? Next week. Oh, right. I remember uh, Patreon Side coming over with, uh, with, with Lisa, and, and the. Because uh, Patreon Side is an undertaker, and, uh, <laughs> and some of our friends came along, and, he, and he, he, he went into the undertakers and he was having a chat. And me and uh, uh, another mate, Darren, uh, did Keir Starmer look like, stood outside watching 
uh, Patreon site, talk to the Undertakers, and he just was banging on for ages. And we were stood outside looking at our watches. He said, <laughs> they're obviously discussing bloody taking rings off fingers and, you know. It's like a Christmas carol. Yeah, 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 they're swapping notes on <laughs> how, how to bloody get get the jewellery yeah. of corpses. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I remember it was a nice evening. You could go along and you could get, like, meat. It's not meat. Uh, what's that Christmassy drink you get? Glue wine. Yeah. Like the German. Yeah. Yeah, and mead and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Proper Victorian knees up. Yeah. So I went one year and I thought, oh, I'll make an effort this year. So I slicked my hair back and I put on a moustache, right? Like a proper Victorian moustache. Yeah. And I think I wore, I didn't wear a tail suit or anything, but it was not far, you know, I, yeah, just yeah. for a laugh. And I was there with a friend who's a policeman and we were walking up the high street and you could see he was looking around. There were some dodgy geezers and he had a, he was, Glanced across. I said, "So it might have been us." So I said, that, "That could have been, uh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but you were the dodgy geezers. Yeah, yeah, it might have been us before before we met you. Oh, it might. It could well have been. <laughs> and I said to him, "So, um, I said, you're a policeman. Do you do you um do you do you ever switch off? Are you always sort of on alert?" And he goes, "Yeah, sort of. We're on alert. Yeah." And then he, he looked yeah, at me. He said, off. "He said, you know, you do you do comedy." So. What about you? And I'm stood there with a fucking moustache on. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a right dandy twat. <laughs> what do you think, dickhead? Yeah. What, what about you? <laughs> You've put Fatty Simon Peck. Him yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Paul's coming back. Had to get a pint of bitter in. And uh, me and Mrs. Pavla went to the White Horse uh, for a spot of lunch last Saturday. And Simon was in there. Met, met with Simon. But I noticed in there, there's a, a drawing of Simon on the wall um, that somebody did for him for his 50th. Right. But, but it's a drawing of Simon when he was a bit fuller in the face. Oh. Yeah, so he looks like type 2 Simon, pre or pre-diabetic Simon. Did you least. raise this with him? Yeah, I said, look at this. I don't remember you being that, that chubby. He looks very jolly in the... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it's a really good drawing. You can tell yeah. it's him straight away. Yeah, yeah. But he looks like a really sort of jolly Victorian <laughs> type sort of character. You should see it. Have you, have you not? I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will check that one out. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. We haven't got Seagull News. There was no Seagull News. So I thought, as a, a bit of a diversion, um, or, or a bit of a surprise. Yeah, we'd have sticky news. Mm. Sticky news. Seagull sticky news. It's now time, time for sticky, sticky news. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, Not quite the same. What is sticky news? It's been quite a week, Kai. Is it to do with sticky Vicky? Got it in one. Oh. She's passed away. Great. How is this a replacement for seagulls? Well, talking about a woman that puts things up a fanny. Have a bit of respect, Kai. So, should we read out the story? I, I, I don't know what to think about this right now. Um, You're taking away my beloved seagull news. Well, you know... Uh, Just as it was getting interesting. One week off. Right. And we're going to talk about Sticky Vicky. I can't see this being a fair replacement, Pablo. No, but... It's an obituary. I know, but Sticky Vicky, we've, we've talked about her a lot on the pod, haven't we? And uh, she, she's passed away, God yeah. love her. So here we go. Can we have the music, please? This the Seagull News music. 
Nicky Vicky, legendary Benadon dancer, dies aged 80. An entertainer who built up a cult following in Benidorm has died at the age of 80. Sticky Vicky had a legendary status among Brits travelling to the Spanish resort on holiday. Her famous X-rated show ran for more than 30 years and she performed six shows a night for six days of the week at one stage. The performer's daughter announced she had died early on Friday morning in a post on her official Facebook page. Dicky Vicky started performing in Benidorm in the 1980s. She quickly became one of the resort's best-known entertainers for her X-rated show, which involved her pulling different objects from her vagina, most famously ping-pong balls. It would always end up with the lights going down before she produced a lit light bulb. Finn McGrath from Nuneaton in Warwickshire described the show as mind-boggling. You can't believe what you're actually watching that in front of your eyes. It's just out of this world. Vicky performed a final show in 2015, but her daughter Maria Guerrero-Guerreros has since taken over and performs under the same name. There are more than 1,500 comments on her Facebook post with people paying tribute and one saying her mother put Benadon on the map. So that's a very fitting tribute. Um, is it a good substitute for Seagull News, though, Pablo, is the question. <laughs> you think it's a proper affront, don't you? How well, things have changed. Well, <laughs> you know, you brought Seagull News in and then you replaced it with that. What should I say? Fuck it. Yeah. Bring anything in, Pablo. We'll, just, we'll change it as and when. Just as a one-off. Well, one-off. We're going to talk about Sticky Vicky's death in some... <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> think about it. I think Sticky Vicky can only put, replace uh, Seagull News. Well. Do, do, do you know what? In my mind, I don't know why. They just seem as relevant. I don't know why either, Pablo. <laughs> Opinion whores. So she won the opinion halls this week. We uh, discussed it oh, we on the Patreon. Yeah. So you, sorry, uh, opinion halls fans, you, you had the music. Oh. But we discussed what we wrote down on the Patreon because, mm. uh, and that in itself might get edited to and the it's living called, be Jesus. And it's called Death Race Two Thousand. Let's go straight to Hellfire and Damnation. We've got a pile of stuff on there. Come on. Let's do it. I don't like how things are changing, Pablo. We haven't got no opinion whores in here now. Fuck. I couldn't think of anything. And we've changed Seagull News. What, what's going on? I don't get it. Oh, we'll go back to normal next week. Don't you worry. Um. Mm. 
hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Thank you, Diane Abbott. Um, I've put people, brackets, some Italian swats, in the library who sit near others and watch stupid fucking Italian TV shows on their phone with the volume on full blast. That happened, Pablo. And I dealt with it. Oh, you, you confronted it, did you? I confronted it in the only way I knew how. In the library as well. I mean, that's uh, uber um, rude. Yeah, I was teaching there, and I, I don't own the place, but he they go in there. A lot of people go in there just in the warm. It's one of those sorts of libraries in Yarmouth. Yeah, yeah. Smells a bit of piss and, you know, and, yeah, just kind of mould and stuff. And then, but they've got computers and it's warm. Anyway, this Italian guy, he's quite well-dressed, yeah? He's a middle-aged bloke, probably, you know, 60, let's say, sitting there, full blast, without a care in the world, and repeating this song. All the, and, and it was really winding me up. And the student I'm with is distracted at the best of times. How do you know he's Italian? Because of the what he was watching was in Italian. Ah, yeah, right, right, that right. was the stupid fucking Italian TV shows that he was watching. Ah, it was very right, clear. Right, right. So, um, <laughs> was he eating a canetto? No, no, well, no, he wasn't, and he wasn't didn't have any pizza near him. No. Anyway, as I, um, as I, <laughs> as I left, right, I let it get to me. To the point at which, as we were leaving, and he disturbed the end of this lesson that I was teaching, as I walked past, um, I said, hello. I said, are you Italian? He said, yes. I said, um, what's the Italian for headphones? He went, he went, kufi. And I just walked off. So you dealt with it by not dealing with it when you needed to deal with it. And then you uh, created a potentially... Uh Difficult situation for yourself, and then just left. Why is that a difficult situation? Well, he, he could have took umbrage with that. But no, he, he could, could go and get some fucking headphones, is well, what I wanted to say yeah. to him. But I did it in a passive-aggressive way. Yeah. Car flashes on a dark night, thanking me for giving way by causing me temporary blindness. I'm with you on this one. These are... F- it's just... It's ridiculous, isn't it? I, do you know what I do? Yeah. I press my... To say thank you, I press my little hazards and they go yeah, flash. Yeah. And yeah, then let one flash and that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, very, yeah. very polite. Yeah, Whereas yeah. fucking bus drivers and people like that and, and the headlights now. I'm not a very good night driver. Yeah, yeah. So, and it completely does it. You're full beam and you yeah, can and, into and the And that's side their of the way of, yeah. that's their way of thanking you for it. Goes on all the time. On, on well, they, you're lucky to get a thank you of any anything going through driving through Lodman, To be fair. It's Bell End Central. No, these are like the dark back roads coming back from... Because it's... Yeah, I'm driving in the dark and I get dazzled all the time. Yeah. But this, especially buses, when you oh. just slow down for them on this bungy road as well, and then they're right in your eye level. Yeah. They just go whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I start looking at the curb now and so I'm yeah, not yeah. even looking at the road. And for the next mile, you've got, you, you, you look, try to look at the road, but you're looking at the, like the, the yellow imprint that's yeah. still emblazoned on your... Sight. So I would like to start a movement that, please, in the dark, don't dazzle people with your headlights to say thank you. I'm with you. Yeah. I, yeah we don't care. I, I, we, I applaud politeness. We know you're grateful. But not dangerous politeness. We know you're grateful. I don't care if you don't even wave at me as you go past. Just fuck off. I've let you go through. <laughs> no go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So there. 
We'll have that one. Thank you. You've put Newswank. To listen to what I said about Newswank, you have to go to the Patreon episode. Oh. Yeah. I thought you'd seen a particularly uh, arousing story in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's me okay. getting my bum out of uh, what they call News Thump. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, we, yes. We, we, we did it in oh, the Patreon. Oh, that's over in the Patreon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You the, things you, the things you said, Pablo. I know. Well, <laughs> what am I like? It's worth £4.20 a month, that. Uh, yeah, pound a week. <laughs> and you've also put Dartford Tunnel. Yeah, that can get in the fucking bin. What's wrong with Dartford Tunnel? Well, you have to pay to go through it, yeah. and it's the shittiest bit of road in the country. You actually have to pay to go through it. And it, it never doesn't hold you up. You know, well, it, I... I if I'm going to Tunbridge Wells, if I haven't left by two o'clock, um, I'm queuing up and having to pay for the privilege. Yeah. So, yeah, so it can just get in the fucking bin. Let's plug our gigs, Pablo. Okay, so on December the 7th, I've got a gig in Beckles at the Bear and Bells with Andy White and Ashley Freeze, Mark IA and Josh Whatmore. And on January the 5th, I've got the Dirty Dozen for 2024. Always good night, was it? The home of the Dirty Dozen, that's at the White Horse in Chedgrave, where we have 12 acts, five minutes each, and one winner... And the audience decides who wins that. And I've got, finally, February the 2nd and 3rd with Arthur Smith at the White Horse in Chedgrave and at the Shed in Harleston. And if you'd like tickets for any of those gigs, it's shaftofwit.com. Well, my gigs are until February and March now. But um, I have Gary Delaney headlining two venues in February and... March, Sean Walsh headlining two venues with an amazing headline support lineup. Go to wcbcomedy.com and have a look. Well, contrition. Wow, that's the second week running. You've got nothing. Yeah. In fairness, though, Pablo, there was nothing on there until 20 minutes before the. I know. But we went live anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah, to get to contrition. How about an apology for not putting anything on there? That's a nice one. Well, um, you haven't put anything on either. Uh, no, I haven't been out. <laughs> oh, you need to get out. Go outside. It's lovely. I, yeah, but I like it. That's what I'm doing. It's my creative outlet. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah. I know, I know, I do, yeah. It yeah. is. Don't feel bad about it. No. Look, it look at what's happening. Yeah. This is where we are, is where the magic happens. So let's draw this one to a close, Pablo. So let us uh, say bye-bye. Bye, listeners, especially the beloved Patreons. Well, that, that could be you. And everybody else. Yeah, yeah, let, well, let's, yeah. Not, let's not segregate. No, I think we should, well, they segregate themselves by being tight. Thanks, Pablo. Sunday yeah, goodbye, listeners.
Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.